Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 8 is where we find ourselves this morning. Luke chapter 8 is we just go through the book of Luke, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. Verse 4 says, And a great multitude had gathered, and had come to him from every city, and he spoke by a parable. So Jesus moving from place to place, it's kind of snowballing as he goes, the crowd is getting bigger and bigger, and then he says he speaks to them by a parable, it's a compound word in the Greek, para means to beside, and bowl means to cast or to throw. So you think a ball, you throw a ball, and para means beside, and so you cast alongside. And the idea is you're casting a a natural story, something that is natural, along something that's spiritual, so that there can be some understanding there. And, And regardless of what you may have been told, parables are designed to help us to understand spiritual realities. But they are also kind of like a riddle. Not so much, or maybe even we would see them as kind of like a satire. You know, here's a picture that that communicates a much deeper, much more important lesson. And I think of Hans Christian Andersen when he was a little boy. His mom said, we're going to see the king, we're going to see the king, and made such a big deal of it. And he gets up there, and he sees the chariot go by, or the coach go by, and King Henry VI sitting on top of it. And he says, he's just a human being! You know, he thought he was going to see some elevated God or something, the way that everybody was talking to him. He's just a human being. And so, of course, he wrote the story, The Emperor's New Clothes, which, you know, kind of exposed, you know, for lack of better words, exposed the whole fallacy of putting somebody on a pedestal or looking at somebody as more than they are. And so Jesus is doing the same type of thing, casting a, a natural reality against a spiritual one. Verse 5, he says, A sower went out to sow his seed, And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on a rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among the thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. And when he said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And this would be a common picture that they would see every day as they walk through the cities of Galilee and of the fields next to the cities. They would see these fields that were out there. They didn't have fences like we do today, but they had these paths that they'd walk on that would separate the fields. And they they would see that in the springtime, that there would be a man out there with a satchel on his side. And and after he'd plowed and furrowed the rows, he would take and reach in to, to the seed and he would cast the seed up the, the plowed rows. And that's how he would sow his field. And, and they knew that sometimes you get to the end of the row and you cast it out and it shoots across and gets into some of the 
the weedy ground, the place you haven't plowed, and it's going to grow up, but it's not going to do anything because you're not going to weed that section. And others would get on the path, and the birds would come and eat it, or people would trample it. And others would fall on areas where there was an outcropping of of limestone bedrock that would get too close to the surface, and so there wasn't a really good place to, to plant, but some seed would fall there. And, and they would see this. Every, every harvest time, they would see this. And yet there would be a multitude that would fall into good soil, the soil that was plowed and prepared, and it would produce an amazing crop. And if that was all that they heard Jesus speak, they, you might figure out that there could be a thousand interpretations of this. You know, they could be thinking, oh, he's talking about Rome, you know, and, and, and the problems with the Roman government. Or maybe they just have more of a naturalistic explanation for this. Well, you know, of course, you know, Jesus is talking about feeding the hungry because if we're wasting seed, then we're wasting resources, right? And so we got to make sure that we're putting the seed in the right place and not getting it on the path. And, and others would be like, you know what? That's right. There are too many birds. We need to do a bird abatement. Get rid of some of these birds, put out some bird poison, something to get rid of all these birds so that we can not waste food. Then Jesus says this crazy thing. He says, he who has ears, let him hear. And it says he cried it out. And so this word cry doesn't mean he wept or or shed tears. It means he proclaimed. He yelled it out with a loud voice. The word actually means to crow. You know, you hear like a raven, you know, you're like, shut up. You know, but he, he yells this out so that everybody could hear. He was ears to hear. Hear. He puts the responsibility on the listener to understand what's being said. And when he says, do you have ears to hear? What he's saying, he isn't say, it's not, he's not speaking literally, he's speaking figuratively. And he's saying, if you're hungry to understand, then hear what I'm saying. And so at that point, they should understand that there's more to what Jesus is saying than what he's just said in the open. There's deeper meaning to what he's saying. It's the same thing that Jesus says to the seven letters to the seven churches. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit say is saying to the churches. Now, we've been going through that in the book of Revelation on Wednesday nights. If you haven't joined us, join, we're still just in chapter 2. Join us for that. What we're doing is going through the seven letters to the seven churches. And what I did was I challenged everybody last week that there are seven things that Jesus says to these churches. There's seven, basically an outline of seven things that he says to these seven churches. And what I want everybody to do is to, to write to the angel of the church of Emmet at the top. That's the first thing. And then fill in the blanks with the other, with the seven letters to seven churches, whichever blank fits for us. Most describes what you think our church is to write that in. And as a ministry leaders, we're going to take that and we're going to pray over that and say, okay, Lord, what are you trying to tell us here? Because these, these letters speak to every church that has ever existed and ever will exist. Seven being the number of completion. He's speaking to the whole church. But I also challenge them to do something a little bit uncomfortable. And that is take those seven points and put your name in the first one. And then write down what Jesus is saying to you as a Christian. Have ears to hear. Because I think we can go to a sermon and we can listen to a sermon and say, you know, I needed to hear that. How many of you guys have said that? Listening to a sermon, I I needed to hear that. But then maybe the Holy Spirit is saying to you, yeah, you needed to hear it, but you also need to do it. Right? Because it's easy to be hearers and not doers. Didn't he say that to James somewhere? You know, James... I'm getting ahead of myself, but James chapter 1, verse 22, he says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. 
For anyone who is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he, he does. Whenever I listen to God's word being taught or read through the Bible, I'm always asking, Lord, what are you saying to me? How does this apply to me? So he who has ears, let him hear. Now we find out who has ears. Verse 9, it says, And his disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? The crowds went away with their own ideas. They listened to Jesus say this. He didn't give any explanation for it. And they went away. And, and, and they, they are never going to find out. But sometimes we have to listen, and then we have to humble ourselves, and we have to say, God, show me what this means. I remember one time I was reading the Bible and I, I read this passage. It didn't make any sense to me. And I was like, what? So I read it again. Still didn't make sense. And I read it again and I prayed, Lord, show me what this means. I read it again and again and again and again. I read it like 20 times. Still nothing. I have no idea what that means. And then I went to Denny's and I was just walking in and I saw my friend Lee DeVesti. Him and I had debated, you know, on, on the gospel so many times. And, and I, I sat next to him. I said, how you doing? And he was going through some hard things. And so he was open to the gospel. So I started sharing the gospel with him. And, and then as we got into it, he said, well, what about this? And the answer to his question was that verse that I read so many times. And I said, the Bible says this. And he was like, whoa, it does. And it was, it was exactly what the Lord wanted for him at that moment. He, he blinded my mind to the meaning of it until I needed it. It was just one of those situations. But we have to ask as we, as we listen, am I a spiritual listener? Am I going and listening to the Word of God be taught and saying, okay, God, what are you saying to me? So these guys, they have to humble themselves and admit that they don't get it and that they need help to understand it. So they ask, verse 10, it says, And he said, To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. That's kind of troubling. Is is Jesus saying that he he's talking in parables so people won't get it on purpose? Jesus is quoting Isaiah chapter 6, which actually is a little bit harsher than what even Jesus is saying. And you remember the story Isaiah was in the temple. He's asking God to send him. Here I am, send me. And then God tells him, okay, I'll send you. And he said to him, in verse 9, go and tell his people, keep on hearing, but do not understand, and keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of the people dull, and their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return, and be healed. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.